This is a HeadGum Podcast. What do you guys animate in? Uh, Harmony. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I've only had experience with the Storyboard Pro version of that, of that line of products, of Toon Boom. So you never used the Harmony Premium? Well, I didn't know there was a premium advance. It's like different levels. Oh, I never like used after. like the, the big rig version, I guess. The big, I've never used... I think that's the premium one. <laughs> yeah. Call gets the junior version. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Get like the beginners. It's got all the edges rounded a little bit. It's true. I mean, yeah, Storyboard Pro is essentially just like, it's like when you're a kid and your mom has to put plastic on all the cabinet doors so you don't right. bang your head on it. It's like, you can't, you can't, let's not do that. You're not ready. Right. You're not ready for harmony. We'll right. just give you this and you can doodle some uh, suggestions for how this should look. Right. <laughs> harmony sounds like such a, non-threatening thing too right one of the safest sounding words i think that's good because for animators you're just constantly stressed yeah so it's nice <laughs> to have the program you're working in at least have a name that's comforting right <laughs> simplified so it's less less things to worry about exactly and it also just like if it if it has a bug or something right and mm-hmm. uh and it messes up on you you can we get real mad you go oh harmony screwed me over <laughs> Oh, I hate Harmony. I hate Harmony's this the worst. <laughs> hate this animation tool named after a My Little Pony, apparently. What? What should we draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. I'm Caldwell. I'm Nathan. And we are very lucky to be joined today by a a talented artist, uh, an animator for uh, Bob's Burgers program on the Fox Network. Nice. Uh, It's Bria Jones. Hello, Bria. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hey. I'm glad to be here. It's it's very good to have you here. Um, It's, you're, you are... uh, Great. <laughs> Why, thank you, Caldwell. <laughs> Thanks you for saying are. that. You really just make me happy. <laughs> I was struggling. I was like, I, I was thinking like, what, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word that means the opposite of bad? Great. And I found it. Good, great. Great. That's right. 10 years of improv training, and this is where, where I've been led to. Um, well, guys, if, you, if you're just joining us, if this is your first ever What Should We Draw, the thing we do on this program is we, we chat, we have a conversation, and we try to come up with an idea for what we should draw. Yes. It's very simple. Um, Nathan, you've actually got uh, an email. I do. Prepared for us from one of our, our fans. If we want to dive right into that. I yeah. think we should just dive right in. You want to do that? Okay. This email comes to us from JT. Okay. And um, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's straight up Justin Timberlake. It's Justin Timberlake. He loves the show. Big fan of the show. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't like to reveal names on the show, oh, but sorry, like, I just, I, like, yeah, you kind of blew up his right spot away. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I, I understand. He's such a high-profile individual. That's true. That you probably he probably doesn't want people to know like what podcast he's listening <laughs> right? to, right? Uh, or he's, any other details of his life. Sorry, JT. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He still refuses to come on, yeah. like, be a guest on the podcast. He's written to us so many times, and every time we're like, oh, my gosh, Justin Timberlake, do you want to be a guest on our podcast? And he says no. Sorry, guys. I'm He's in. Sitting- <laughs> Just trying to keep it low profile. That's my JT impression. That was, that was pretty great. That's very good. <laughs> I will say. That's very good. Um, I think that... I think that that would really go a long way to humanize people if you, just, if you knew what podcasts every celebrity listened to. Right. 
Celebrities, they're just like us. They're just like us, they love podcasts. <laughs> yeah. What does JT say? Let's JT, help our good friend out. JT writes us an email with the subject, draw, and the email reads, bulls are cow with hydraulics, thanks. Yes. Oh, Justin. <laughs> Can you read that one more time? Bulls are cow with hydraulics, thanks. Our yes. Cow. I love <laughs> it. Cow. Kisses. Justin Timberlake. A lot of times we get suggestions. This is just a straight up fact, I think. This is right. like a, a declaration. Spitting that truth. <laughs> yeah, but he also he also thanks us in a questioning manner. Right. Which which I like. Our our audience often tries to trip us up mm-hmm. by excluding some or all of the punctuation and grammar. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Just to make sure you're paying attention. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And also, sometimes it's freeing, I feel. Because mm-hmm. there's like a, a lot of inspiration, a lot of ways that people seek out inspiration to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found that by stripping a sentence of its <laughs> punctuation and grammar, mm-hmm. can sometimes free it from those restrictions. I agree with that. I yeah. agree with that. So, bulls are cows with hydraulics, thanks. No, no, no. Bulls are cow with hydraulics, thanks. So, this is just like a cow that's been... It's been jacked up. Yeah, it's got a lift kit on it. Like yep. you, mm-hmm. you start off, you start off with a cow, right? You give it like a flame decal. Yeah, right. You give it some, uh, put some nitrous in there. You just make your cow diesel as hell. Yeah, you make a cow a diesel real cow. diesel. He just like puts out a byproduct for a diesel <laughs> yeah. cow to make bulls plural. I mean, it all came from this one cow. I don't know a lot about the environment or nature or anything related to the sciences. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the least stem as stem can be, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but I do know that cows are responsible for a lot of pollution. Right, like the the amount of methane released from cows is like mm-hmm. a, a contributing factor to the deterioration of greenhouse gases i think is that correct mm. just from like the the sheer amount of cows that we like eat and use and, use and farm so maybe if we could find a way to harness that mm-hmm. to harness cows in as like an energy source that would be yeah beneficial maybe speaking of alternative energy ways <laughs> have we have we considered feeding cows gasoline have to see what happens no <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Have we? Is this a super secret? Like, I'm sure know. someone must have considered it at Just some point. It. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody. Would that be animal cruelty, though. Possibly. <laughs> like, oh, that's why. That's why that's nobody why. did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Peter will be like, um, "Excuse me." <laughs> I I live right across the street from the PETA Empathy Center. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh, goodness. Gosh. Which honestly, I really want to go in there sometime and just like. Kind of have a list of hypotheticals like oh, that. <laughs> just like, what if we tried this? Like, Would this be okay? It's like, can I put a scarf on a bird? <laughs> Is that animal cruelty? <laughs> Is that cool? Is that good? Am I allowed? <laughs> what if I fed cows gas to make alternative like... energy? That's a net win. <laughs> That's a net win, sir. I'm like a list of rules. Like, yeah. um, rule 1,569 says that. No yeah. S- I want to go in there and have them weigh the the empathy of whatever I'm saying. Like weigh the the benefits versus the right. uh, yeah the, the pros negative. and cons. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, because <laughs> like a wool sweater is very warm and cozy. Right. Right. To protect that bird. Those harsh storms and weather <laughs> yeah. out there. That also, winter. what if I shaved a, a sheared a sheep? But then I gave the sweater to another sheep. Right? You're helping exactly. one animal from another animal's yeah. byproduct. Uh-huh. Like, what? It's a quandary. Yeah. It's circle of life. What if I have like a I have a meat farm, right? Yeah. But I only kill the animals that I've 
noticed being dicks to the other animals. Right. Because I, I know so a lot of Kill all the bad ones. Just have, like, good... Yeah, like, if I see yeah, there's yeah. a pig that's just mm-hmm. just being a real asshole to all the other pigs... <laughs> the bully pig. Oh, no. You know how a lot of places will have labels like, you know, free range or, mm-hmm. uh, like, no hormones, things Cage like that. Free. Cage, Cage free. Cage free. All that stuff. Yeah. What if you could buy meat that was only from uh, cows that had committed grave sins? <laughs> Sin- sinful beef. Is that transferred to you yeah. when you eat the meat? Uh, there's a like, chance. Are you, are I mean, you yeah. Sin? <laughs> you do, a, you do absorb the sin of that cow. Mm-hmm. That is true. Most people believe that. It is 100% true. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, like, how good would that feel if you knew that it was fully guilt free meat because that cow had committed murders in its lifetime? Oh, that's true. What if the cow was just misunderstood and he was butchered for his. Well, this is why. Right, what We're going to need to invent got, a PETA comes in. What, what, what about the cows? This feeling? is what PETA should be spending their money on is writing right. a cow jury. Right? So. <laughs> the cow gets tried. Exactly. <laughs> Well, the cow gets sentenced to death, but only after a fair trial by a jury of its peers, which is number one. They go to municipal court. Yeah. Number Mm -hmm. one. Very cute. (laughs) That's true. The little cow. It's like like a juvenile cow. A little calf comes up. You've committed grave crimes. It's like, but I've I've just was born yesterday. (laughs) I I don't think they they would have to be tried as a minor. Yeah. They've got. Okay. I gotcha. Do some Mm. community service. Right. (laughs) I'm now just imagining uh, a cow wearing one of those uh, judge wigs. That, oh, like, my we don't, God. We don't have those in American courts, but I think we should bring them back for cow court. Oh, right. damn it, guys. I think we just invented a Gary Larson cartoon. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Which is not it's a bad simple. thing at all. It's about time. Cow court. Yeah. <laughs> cow court. It's about time. It's a cow time. A lot of people are concerned about like where their meat comes from and like there's a kind of an inherent guilt with eating meat because uh, mm. we, we eat too much meat in general I think but like yeah, but it's very good it's so it tasty is, is mm. the problem right I wonder if there are other ways we could alleviate the guilt associated with eating meat hmm dress it in like vegetables <laughs> meat wrapped in vegetables it's okay <laughs> there's green in this <laughs> infuse vegetables right or maybe if the mm. cow died a noble death yeah cows that died you know honorably uh, in battle, I think he that's, saved a life. He yeah, helped. it saved a boy from a well. Right. Like that. <laughs> this is because you know, like, and I think that would be like for a premiere. Like that's like the level above Kobe beef. Mm-hmm. Is like cows that sacrifice themselves for mm-hmm. someone else. So it's like it died naturally, mm-hmm. but it was also a noble sacrifice. So like All that's organic, that's <laughs> organic sacrifice. Exactly. Sacrificial, <laughs> cow sacrificial meat. cow. There you go. It's like. Um, it's like uh, instead of service dogs, mm-hmm. you get service cows now. Oh my god, that's yeah. adorable! <laughs> Ooh, I like that. And so you just it serves it serves like a blind person or a person with a disability who needs mm-hmm. uh, an animal helper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they inevitably expire, you know, you, you get you get all that goodwill. Yep. Oh yeah, that good energy. You know that cows lived a, a full life before it turns into a tasty burger before it became yeah. like yeah like a tasty high quality yeah. sacrificial cows that burger. help out humanity there's already the chick-fil-a cows promoting that's true. advertisements <laughs> that's true those, those cows got a very good slowly job slowly taking PR. over the industry <laughs> <laughs> it's like the advertising first then move on to like humanitarian right roles. exactly yeah yeah the logic behind the chick-fil-a cows is that yeah if people are eating chicken they they're not eating beef they're trying to divert meat eaters away from beef towards right. chicken. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're sort of, we're pitting the animals against each other. Why can't we just get those cows to do more stuff? Like, why yeah. are they limited to advertising Chick-fil-A? I exactly. think they've proven themselves. I want to hire that cow 
PR ad agency right. for my personal brand. The cow agent. Yeah. <laughs> those cows. I think those cows are really good at grassroots marketing because they right. love grass so much. Right. They love that, grass and mm-hmm. grassroots to, to eat. Yeah. And honestly, I think they're above the Chick-fil-A brand now. The Chick-fil-A yeah. brand is a bit sullied. I think that they're ready to move on. <laughs> move on. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to hire those cows to paint a billboard for me. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like... Doing the whole animal against animal right. pitting, they could promote veganism. Yeah, from they can have other outlets. Basically, I think for... I think so. Um, so we've got cows pretty much figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the other animals you eat, like pigs? I think you're right about pigs. If you see a, a pig that's an asshole, you can eat that yep. pig. You can eat an asshole pig. Stinky sure. asshole pig. Right. <laughs> Chickens. I feel like we're just fine. Yeah. They're, they're just monsters. Yeah. No. No strong feelings there. Kind of like meh. <laughs> we do compare a lot of meat to chicken. I've noticed, like tastes like chicken. Right? Is that all we know? Is just chicken <laughs> when we eat other animals? Maybe we're approaching it from the wrong side, though. Maybe we should be trying to make tofu that's alive. Okay. We could. I mean, I guess tofu is alive because it was. It's made from soy. When you, when you jiggle it, it, something's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> You ever just you ever just jiggle some tofu? I just want to like poke. It's very fun. I don't think jiggling counts as life. It's like poke tofu. It's like something's going on in there. That is true. That's like why I like tofu. It tastes bad, but it's like so fun in your mouth. Right? It's like, oh wow, you're like a bad marshmallow. <laughs> it's just like try not to visualize. You're all the fun of a marshmallow without any of the horse bones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> tofu art. But yeah, if you could like. Take that jiggle, but make it like a full-on thing. It's like it was a little, like a little jellyfish, or like a little, you know, I don't know, like some sort of soft crab. I could see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the the idea is, if we make like plant-based products seem more alive, yeah, then then we don't need to feel guilty about meat because uh, we're eating alive, living plants. Exactly. You're you're no you're no better. Uh huh. You lose the moral high ground. We just need to prove that, like, apples have sentience. <laughs> <laughs> what if, I mean, like, maybe it's, we, we engineer some sort of apple that, like, yells obscenities at you. <laughs> and then when you an, turn to look at it, it just, yeah. like, stops. Oh, an insult apple, of course. Insult apple, like, you and you, you feel free to pluck it because it's like, shut up. Is this like sausage party? Like fruit come to life? Exactly. Or foods come to life? No, this is no, this isn't a Seth Rogen flight of fancy. This is a scientific is endeavor to create fruit this that yells science. at you. Okay, okay. Science is spending way too much time trying to, I don't know, create vaccines and a better environment, and they should be spending that time making bananas that yell at me. Right. That would be amazing. <laughs> Have like a pocket banana, yeah. just like, and it's like Fuck cursing you. in the head. Hey, <laughs> and then it's like a misunderstanding shit. when you walk by someone. Did you just tell me to fuck? No, know? it's my banana. Right, the <laughs> damn banana. I can't. <laughs> is that a banana in your pocket, or is your dick yelling at me? <laughs> it's like, well, uh, <laughs> I was work- I was trying to come up with this. That a banana in your pocket? Yours is better. Yours is better than what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's your dick uh. yelling at me. <laughs> That's a comic right there. A little bit, yeah. I, I think it might involve some context. <laughs> no. Uh, some no. Yeah, just like, yep, that's mm. my banana. That that's darn banana. banana. That's my banana that was brought to life by a, a cruel wizard. By science. By science. <laughs> the cruelest wizards of all. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I feel like we we buried the the lead on me asking questions to Peta. What other questions do you think I should ask them? 
I like. So I'm the, gonna go over there. I, I really like the. Can I give this bird a scarf? Yeah. I like these ones that seem innocuous, mm-hmm. but they they'd probably have a reason why it's not okay. Yeah, I think there's a lot of questions in the pet field. Yeah, because um, it's like if you have a pet bird, yeah. you've dressed up your dogs, and is that animal cruelty? That's dogs a good question. Letters? So I guess birds wear like a scarf. I mean, I had the same question uh, recently at a quandary about dogs mm. uh, that I like to present here, uh, which is dogs clearly know when food tastes good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we make them eat the same food every day. That's true. Which is cruel. That is really cruel. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they beg for your food. And yeah. And you're like, sorry, I it's, can't. It's just weird that that's like a thing. I don't have a, a suggestion off of this. It's just weird that dogs know when food tastes good. Mm. They, uh, it's weird that animals are capable of that. They do, but they also don't, like, they also don't seem to care. No. Like, they know when food tastes better, but, like, a dog will also just eat its own poop if it yeah. wants to. Dogs are, they're just amped mm. to eat in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they just love eating agree. in general because they're optimistic beings. <laughs> they'll eat your shoe. If yeah, you <laughs> let them. They'll they'll eat yeah. whatever you put in front of it. You don't got to worry about dogs in that regard. <laughs> Here, here's a question: Can okay. you dress your dog up like a hot dog? Is that glorifying meat eating? Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> Will PETA be mad about that? That's a great PETA question. Can we? Can people just start tweeting at PETA with these questions? <laughs> I don't. Just be like, is this allowed? Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I get fined for dressing my dog as a hot hey, dog. Hey, Peter, can I give my horse a temporary tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> It'll fade away, I promise. It will fade away. Yeah, hey, Peter, I've got a skinless cat. Can I tat that boy up? <laughs> right? He's, can he's I just naked. Put, not, I gotta give him some art. I said skinless. I meant hairless cat. I've got a, oh, a, no, I've got a sk- cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Peter, I've got a skinless cat. I don't know where the skin went. Don't look right. at me. Just gone. It came this way. Just hands covered in blood. Right. What? No, oh, it. It's not that. Hey, Peta. I know there's more than one way to skin a cat, but is there any acceptable way to skin a cat? That's mm. the question. Mm-hmm. 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 Very specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Making them actually think. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Well. <laughs> hey, Peta. Can birds know love? Well, I have an argument for that okay. because there is a video I saw. Of a little bird, and then there's a dead bird wrapped in a paper. Oh no! Yeah, it's kind of sad. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! And then the little bird was like trying to unwrap him, and he was trying to Uh, nuzzle the dead bird. And I'm like, birds, no! Here's the thing: it could have been a husband bird, like you know, wrapped in that paper towel. You know how everybody has like a phrase of just very embarrassing Google searches that they've done. Can birds know love? Is definitely one of mine. It's like a big, it's a big question I have. Because I think they can. We always come back to Hatoful Boyfriend. So. Oh, right. man. <laughs> I've never played that game, but that's on my list. But you know it. You know it, and you know, yes, I know the it. hypothesis it makes is good and pure. That's true. If birds were in a high school, they would be yeah. dating all over the place. What I'm getting at here is that my wife, Susanna, doesn't think birds can know love. And I yeah. believe they do. And it's it's really honestly like the one wedge. So is it like all birds or is there specific birds that love more than other birds? I think that more like, you know, a parrot or a cockatiel is more capable, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Has she ever even seen Polly? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nathan, who does the voice of Polly in the movie? <clears throat> Polly, please tell me right now. It's oh, somebody funny. Gosh. Oh, I don't know. Oh my God! I have to. Who look is this it? Up. I, Who does the on. voice of Polly in the movie Polly? <laughs> I have to look it up. Excuse me. I'm thinking of Gilbert Gottfried, but that can't be right. He's no. Iago. 
You can't do more than oh. one bird voice. Did right. he though? <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, no. Tony Shalhoub is in the movie. Who voices Polly? I need to find this information. <laughs> Bree, I'm sorry. I've I've, oh, no, I've brought you here so that I can look at the cast of Polly. I'm curious now too. On Wikipedia. Like, I, I why wouldn't why wouldn't Polly be top billed? Okay. It's um it's Jay Moore. Oh, Jay Moore. Of course. Do you know this person? What, is, he, what else did he work on? He's a an SNL cast member. He was the um the original host of Last Comic Standing. Ah, okay. He's been on Scrubs. Sure. All right, he's had a career. Okay. <laughs> the fun fact about Jay Moore, now that we're on it, uh, his original name is John Moore. There you go. Well, he just took the mm-hmm. first. He changed his name from John to Jay. He's trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be more. He wanted to be more than just John. Right, exactly. Channel the inner bird. <laughs> <laughs> for this role. It's true. Maybe that was the thing, is that John Moore was like, I am a blue jay. I identify as a blue jay. Mm-hmm. And being in this bird movie is the closest yep. I'll ever he's get like to that. He's like the closet bird man. <laughs> it's not like he's like a furry or anything. He's just no. like, he's straight up, he's like, I want to be a bird. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's got the mind and body, soul it's of a beautiful. bird, body of a human. Sucks. He'll never fly. Nope. That's another great PETA question is do PETA rules apply to furries? It's a very good question. It's like if I identify as a cat right. or a sloth, mm-hmm. does that make me... <laughs> Like, if I the, were to, the if there was a sheep furry and I sheared them, <laughs> oh no! If I sheared their costume, uh huh. Oh my gosh, is that animal cruelty? <laughs> if I sheared their costume to make a furry sheep costume for myself, is that animal cruelty? Right. Yeah, because now it's my fur. Uh huh. Now, it's, yeah. now I am the sheep. I've claimed it. Yeah, <laughs> that's just natural selection then. These are all great questions. Um, well, again, the Empathy Center is directly across the street. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we should go walk over there and uh, and really just give them what for. Just have like a book of all of our questions. Yeah. <laughs> print, down. Out, print out all these questions. This is my 95 theses. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go nail it to their door. We're going to take a quick break while we do that. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back in just a sec. Hey guys! Hey! Hey Nathan! What's up, dude? Uh, not much. I just wanted to talk to you. Just wanted to bring you aside, my good friend. Let you know I think the show's going great. I I'm having a great time. Bria is a great great guest. A delight, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, my ears are fully sated. Mm-hmm. I have I, we have created a rich audio dining experience. But yeah, my my ears get real hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we record, and they're yeah. they're nice. They're they're about halfway full. My ear mouths have ingested basically all the matter they need. Mm-hmm. But you know, once you're done filling your ears uh, mm-hmm. with that delicious audio food that they desire, you right. should fill your stomach with some tasty food from Blue Apron. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Mm. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Um, we've both tried the service. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's very fun. It's food Legos. You it's... get a bunch of ingredients and you put them together and then you have a meal. It's like if you got a Lego set, mm-hmm. like, you know, the one that was a spaceship with all the magnets. Right. And you put it together and you're like, hell yeah, I've got this spaceship and it's got magnets and they'll connect. Picture that, but then you get to eat the Legos. Then you get to eat it and it tastes really good. And you're like, Mm -hmm. dang, I made it taste that good. And you feel accomplished. You feel full. You feel feel like a king. You 
<laughs> you feel like a king if if the king had to make all his own food, right? Maybe you're, you're because like, of fear of poisoning. You're like a a, a warrior king. Like you, okay. you went out, you got the food, you didn't go out, you, someone brought it to you. The king analogy doesn't work. I no, I take it back. <laughs> no, I, I think you're onto something. It's like if the king slew his own boar, mm-hmm. and then he, he gutted it himself uh, as his ceremony, as his tradition. Right. Uh, it's like that, except you don't have to kill any boar. You don't have to kill any boar. They're gonna, they're gonna get all the freshest ingredients mm-hmm. for you, and and portion them for you too yeah so there's no waste no it's great and like yeah you you slay your own boar you're just gonna have so many giblets and gizzards that you're not gonna eat what are you gonna do with all those i don't know i guess you can like use them in ceremonies and you don't you don't want to get like you know a bulk spice barrel if you're just gonna be using a pinch of that of that razal hanut but then you you try it and you're like Mm -hmm. dang razal hanut it, it it sounds like a Batman villain. It's actually a really tasty spice, <laughs> and it's gonna it's really gonna improve the quality of your boar. Mm-hmm. I mentioned boar because that's an unconventional meat, uh, and Blue Apron deals exclusively in unconventional in a mm-hmm. good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna eat meals through Blue Apron you don't normally eat. That's the best thing about it. Let me let me talk to you, Nathan, mm-hmm. about what's coming up. What's coming let, up? Let me talk to you about some of these wild dishes, these wild styles that will dance upon your taste buds. Tell me. You got salmon piccata with orzo and broccoli. Oh. Pork chops and miso butter. That's butter. That's extreme butter with bok choy and marinated apple. Mm. Spicy shrimp, coconut curry with cabbage and rice. Wow. There's always at least one flavor in there that you just weren't expecting. I wasn't expecting that. No, it's like, it's some real good meal construction. It follows the rules of comedy. (laughs) It follows the rules. There's one unusual thing. In there, yeah, and they make but it work. They make it work, and it's it's a very good scene. It's mouth improv, and unlike most improv, you're gonna want it in there. Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 99.5% of food deserts. So, like, regardless of where you are, if you're in the U.S., you probably can get Blue Apron. That's great. Um, the meals they're affordable as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like ten dollars per person, which is you know less than if you're going out if you live in a big uh, metropolitan city like we do because we're coastal elites. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's going to cost you less than that. Um, they're very easy to do and they're very fun to do with a friend or uh, a spouse or a uh, significant other if you got one of those. Not to put you on the spot, you can do them if you're lonely too. Yeah, then you just get twice as much food. Hell yeah, that's a good point. That's a great. <laughs> you just, what a, you just get to eat two meals. What a positive spin on that. The glass yeah. is always half full with Blue Apron. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash we draw. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So do not wait. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash we draw. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. It's the best way to cook. It's, it sounds good. Well, Caldwell... <laughs> Nathan, uh, now that we've we've both satisfied our, our ear tummies and our regular tummies, right? Um, what about our internet tummies? What tummies remain? That's right, my digital tummy, my digi tummy, <laughs> the, my digi, <laughs> my digi belly, <laughs> my digi belly, my favorite hit '90s show, Digi Bellies, which was about uh, eight young kids that get transported to the digital world and they start eating every animal in sight. <laughs> you know that. I'd watch that show, and it well, would probably need a website. Yeah, a fan site. You can go check out my Digibelly's fan Digibelly's. site. I made it on Squarespace, Nathan. 
Gonna look up if DigiBellies is available. <laughs> Please do. I'll, I'll tell you a little more about Squarespace while you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Squarespace this year is telling you to make your next move. Uh, maybe you've already got a website. Maybe you are planning a new a new career. Maybe you're you're launching your freelance industry. Uh, whatever the reason, whatever you're planning on doing, Squarespace is there for you. Yeah, they have beautiful award-winning designer templates. It's really great. You can just go and and you, they've got this whole catalog of templates that are great for you to use. They they're big, they're beautiful, they're they're very nice and clean, they're crisp. Oh, well, D- Digibellies is available. Holy shit, lock that down. Digibellies.com is available for $20 a year. Digibellies.com, get it. I'm getting it. Please get it and we're going to use it as a tribute to our favorite 1990s anime series Digibellies. <laughs> The way it works is once the kid eats an animal, mm-hmm. um, then they gain its power. Damn, this actually sounds good. This sounds like a good that, idea. I'd watch that show. Yeah, lock down that URL. Let's yeah, pitch this. I'm getting it. <laughs> Nathan, while you're, while you're securing that, I want to tell you a little more about Squarespace. There's just so much to tell. It's so easy to call. I went to squarespace.com. Yeah. The, ver- the very first thing you can do is search if a domain's available. It's such a it's such a good website. They know how to make a good website because their website's a good website. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to know. If they got a good website, you know they make good websites. Mm-hmm. That's true of anyone. If somebody's got a good sausage, they probably make good sausage. <laughs> how else would they get it? Exactly. But you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. But you can no. see how your own website gets made because they they got it all in one platform. Well, picture if you saw how the sausage was made and you were disgusted by it. Mm-hmm. But then somebody came along, sausage base came along and was like, what if I could make that easy for you and not gross or frustrating? Yeah. You'd be like, hell yeah. That's what it was. Squarespace has done that for websites. They did it. And and even if you're in over your head, they've got 24-7 customer service. You can call them up anytime and they can help you get your, your, your sausage portfolio <laughs> online. If you want to make a website for selling... Mm-hmm. Your handcrafted artisan sausages. Yeah, and they got you covered. Artisanal meat logs. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to make a fan site, a sister fan site that's going to be in the DigiBellies web ring. Uh-huh. Maybe you want to make uh, a one specifically for DigiBelly season two, um, gastro, the gastro wars. Uh, you can do that as well. You'll be part of our web ring because you can do all this on Squarespace. It's super flexible. Caldwell, I'm also getting... You can make any type of website. I'm also getting artisanalmeatlogs.com. <laughs> Nathan is going on a full-on spree. That was also available. He's going to spend $100 by the end of this ad. <laughs> I have to stop him. <laughs> they're, bo- they're both very good website names. <laughs> I'd be an idiot not to. <laughs> Um, so guys, if you also want to start loading up on, on URLs and making some, some cool ass websites, uh, you can start your free trial today at squarespace.com. All you got to do is enter offer code we draw to get 10% off your first purchase. I mean, if you're spending roughly a thousand dollars on domains every day, like Nathan does, like I am, uh, you're saving a pretty penny. You're going to need that 10% off yeah, <laughs> to help you manage your budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to go see if DigiBellies is on Hulu. Uh, guys, check out Squarespace. It's a really fantastic service. And let's get back to the show. Let's do it. I'm full. <laughs> hey, guys. We are back. Just went over to PETA HQ. Turns out uh, it's a big no to all of those things. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, you're, you're not allowed. You're not allowed near any animals. I'm banned from animals now. <laughs> they gave you a shot collar that will go off if you're <laughs> uh-huh. too close to an animal. It's crazy. They took my license and they just put a big red stamp on it that says banned from animals. Right. They took my dog. Oh, I've oh, got no. a question for Peta. <laughs> you got a question for Peta. I got a question for Peta. Uh, okay. What about bugs? Oh, oh shit! That's that's just my that's just my question. What about the worms there? <laughs> <laughs> you blew the lid off it, Nate. Hey, Peter, what about bugs? Hey, bugs Peter, what about bugs? They were mad. They yeah. were mad at Obama for swatting a fly, right? Really? Was... Oh, wait, I saw. I I totally read about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that he happened. waved his hand, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, Obama kills flies." He's That's a fly it. killer, right? Because flies are good because they kiss our dung. I don't know why. Is, why do we need they, flies? Like, leave viruses. Whenever <laughs> they, they, like... they give. Little dung smooches. They give little duck smooches to all the big dung piles that the dogs leave on my street. No, I'm just imagining like a sad little dung pile. Like uh-huh. no one loves me, and then a fly swoops down and goes, "Hey, you're special just the way you are." And gives Aww. a little smooch. That fly. And then it's just the person looking at it, being like, "Ugh." It's like gross. Ugh, gross. gross. It's like don't judge our love. <laughs> <laughs> I can love what, what I we, want. What we have is real. Poop, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now my outlook on flies has changed yes. slightly. Slightly. That's true. Flies do not discriminate. Right? They love all. They do. They will eat anything. Right. You don't want it. A fly's going to have it. <laughs> yep. Give you fly kisses wherever they land. Oh, uh, little it's fly like, kisses. I didn't want that. Well, there's but... butterfly kisses and then there's fly kisses. Uh, butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> fly kisses are a little stinkier. You don't even like a butterfly? Well, okay, so... You don't even go in for a flutterby? <laughs> Flutterbys are... <laughs> I just... They kind of... I'm afraid of, like, kind of all bugs, even. Okay. And I feel like driving, I've killed a lot of butterflies mm-hmm. in my lifetime, and they have this vendetta against me. You've, you've smashed butterflies with yeah, your car? Like, you know when you drive and they flutter too close, and then you yeah. see the, wind, the tail go, of you? Whoop. They yeah. just, like, fall, and like, oh, I just killed... A butterfly, and I know this because when I went in the summer, I went to Japan, mm-hmm. and I was attacked by butterflies. You were attacked. They, there. A horde of them. Yep. They. And they knew. Cause you're, that's because you're they so knew. sweet. No. <laughs> they knew. Like so, <laughs> they were waiting for their chance. Right. And then they're like, "You killed all my brethren. You killed my brethren. I'm you, coming for your life. We right we now. shall claim your nectar." Yep. Is what they said. And yeah. I was like, I almost died. It so butterfly close. room at the museum is a no go oh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was even afraid in school when they had little oh grow your own like butterfly. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. I remember that. The little chrysalis that you get. Painted ladies. We did painted ladies. Oh the name of our butterflies. Oh man. That is butterflies. All do have crazy names. Like most most fauna that nobody cares about have crazy names. Yeah. Tiger Swallowtail? Are you kidding yeah. me? That's, that's <laughs> badass. It is pretty it badass. It is cool. I, I'm going to disagree. I think the bl- butterflies are great. Okay. Well, you're on that side and I'm <laughs> on this side. So. Well, well, hey, speaking of, uh, speaking of contentious issues. Yes. Uh, I've got us another email here. Ooh, okay. This one comes to us from, uh, from Joshua. Joshua Timberlake. Joshua yep. Timberlake, Justin's, Justin's his brother. younger brother that no one knows about because he's not yeah. as famous. I miss you, bro. <laughs> I miss you too. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can I get can I get one more sample of that Joshua Timberlake, Nathan? I miss you too. <laughs> I, I'm not as I'm not as good a singer. 
There's Justin. <laughs> they keep me a secret. I'm the family embarrassment. Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is my brother. He lives in a shed. <laughs> Ooh, I miss him. My no only friends can. are flies. They give me kisses. <laughs> uh. <laughs> He's a dirty boy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's perfect. I take a steak out to the shed. Give it to my dirty brother. Please let me take a shower. <laughs> I just stand in the hose. <laughs> what if the next Justin Timberlake album just there was like he just kept sprinkling little secrets that he had a secret brother <laughs> that his family had locked away. Oh no. Five five two Everlane Drive. That's where my brother lives. Somebody please help him out. <laughs> My parents are very cruel. <laughs> it's like the Lost You Dickens song. Like, uh, how dare you? <laughs> parents suing Justin Timberlake. Well, anyway. What's the question? What's Joshua the writes, Joshua writes, the subject of uh, this email is mm-hmm. political cartoons. Okay. And mm-hmm. the body simply reads, but somehow worse. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> They're so I, bad already, I, though. I take it Joshua is not a fan of political cartoons. Mm-hmm. Probably not. So a political cartoon in its current state is mm-hmm. like everything's labeled. Mm-hmm. Everything's wearing a sash. Yeah, everything's wearing a <laughs> sash. The Statue of Liberty is always crying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> the caricatures are extremely bad. Mm-hmm. So how do we make that worse? How do we make that worse? Is it just like, we, maybe we take the, the Doonesbury approach and we don't even draw the real thing. You just draw like a potato wearing a wig and then oh that's gosh, supposed yes. to be Trump Have or something like that. Have everyone be vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> vegetable heads for all the political figures. It's like Veggie Tales, but for politics. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like, you know what, I'm joking, but I'm sure that there's some like dummy in Washington that's like mm-hmm. tried to pitch that. Oh, like, no. You know what? <laughs> I sure I'm a senator's aide, but I've got some good ideas for cartoons. Yeah, I was a cartoonist in my my local paper at Brown. Right, <laughs> a pineapple head would be amazing. Yeah. For it. Oh man, yeah. Uh, make political cartoons worse. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that that almost sounds better. The uh, yeah, making them vegetables. vegetables. I don't think that heads. makes them worse. It's it's mm-hmm. at least like lateral. It's a lateral pass. That's what true. if it's what if it's just like a big screaming mouth saying the word politics <laughs> For or yeah or just just question. saying the opinion like mm-hmm. <laughs> they just say just say what conclusion they're trying to get you to draw like it's mm-hmm. very obvious usually yeah. just like hey this is absurd right what if it's like what if we create like a, a monstrous I, this this feels like a throwback to like 1800s uh, 19th century kind of uh, political humor where it would be mm-hmm. like some sort of weird made up lummoxy creature and that uh-huh. would represent like a political feeling or something like that mm-hmm. but we just use that to represent all opinions okay and it's just it like like lumbers yeah. in yeah. like oh you have an opinion about <laughs> yeah. this well here I am what, what, what would it be? it would be like the opinion beast Right, the opinion beast, and he comes in and he just says something like, you know, like, Second Amendment rights! <laughs> and then just walks off. Yeah, and he just walks off. <laughs> it's like, what? People are so confused. Like, what just happened? And that's like, politics. I mean, that seems like a cute idea, too, if it's like, you know, just having an opinion. I feel and like then we're it's making like this, these, like, like, better and not worse. I know! Dang it, it's like hard! Every new idea is like, oh, that would be a great idea yeah. for a political <laughs> cartoon. It's like, it's like uh, it's the opinion minion. Oh <laughs> yes, uh, that's so good. 
<laughs> and it's the new minion in the new movie in Minions 2 and right. he's the only one that can talk he's and the he's one just that's got, sassy the whole movie yeah and he's just like it's your right to own a gun oh it's <laughs> just what? it's just fully fully leaning into Facebook memes it's just right. they it goes full circle <laughs> and now there is a minion that actually says the things that they put oh minions on Nathan you just solved it that is the worst version of a political cartoon <laughs> is minions memes on Facebook yeah we did it they already exist <laughs> Case closed. Uh, I want to bring up, while we're on this roll here, I want to bring up one more suggestion. Uh, this one came came to us actually from, from Twitter last time we put out a call. Uh, you can follow at uh, Pod. That's our Twitter. You can send us suggestions there as well. This comes to us from at Page Loves Fan, uh, PH Fan on Twitter. And they say, pools, but prison? That's the water entire jail. that's the entire <laughs> sentence. So it's like water jail. jail. Yeah. Wet jail. It's a wet jail. <laughs> I guess would that be like um maybe it's like a jail but the bottom is just like a kiddie pool? It'd be a pleasurable jail? Yeah, pleasurable that seems pretty prison? good actually. Like why would you would want to go to prison if mm-hmm. it was like a pool party in prison? <laughs> I guess you get really pruney though if you're yeah, there that's for true. a while. They're but all, like shrivelly like yeah. raisins coming out like, "Oh, this is what you get. You think you're having fun." <laughs> But yet, you come out all like emaciated, like, oh no. I'm so soggy. Well, that, you know, it's a different sentencing Mm -hmm. system, too. It's just because instead of giving you a definitive number of years, it's just you have to stay in there till you get pruny. Right. And then then you're free to go. (laughs) Yeah. Then you got to towel off. You just got to sit there and sort of stew in it, think about what you did. Maybe it's like solitary confinement, but you just have to get in the pool and get like real pruney. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And then you finally walk out and are like, oh, we knew. They just know when you (laughs) walk on them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. You were in pool prison, weren't you? (laughs) What is, I mean, what would pool jail be? Like, is that just a pool where it's like too many people or it's just like really tepid water? in jail? Oh. Like, You're talking about like billiards, but it's floating on the surface oh, of a well, pool. Yeah, the other. <laughs> that could, that could work. I like that too. Um, now I'm thinking about putting water in a in a jail cell, and it's just going to mm-hmm. leak out because of the bars. The bars, yeah, the yeah they're not going to hold it. That's true. Mm-hmm. What if it's like um like a floaty castle, like an inflatable oh. castle? Oh, and, and you have to be inside that in the pool. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a jail that they made. The lifeguards made to put the the naughty kids in. Oh sure, who are, who are being too rowdy in the pool, and it's just mm-hmm. sort of a floating, um, you know, bouncy house. cell. <laughs> yeah, floating bouncy house that they have to stay inside, mm-hmm. and they can't join the rest of the pool. Oh, that'd be cute though. I would like love that. Jail. What if what if pool jail is where you get sent by the fun police? Oh, mm-hmm. So it's like if you're working too hard. The fun cops show up. Shut this party down. And it's like, sorry, like we gotta. You are working way too hard. I'm taking you to pool jail for some mandatory R and R. Oh man! And they instead of having guns, they have Coronas. It's like role play, <laughs> like the new <laughs> brand of strippers coming in. It's like up. Holy is- shit! I would, because here's the thing: if a person, if a police officer starts stripping in front of me, I'm gonna be very uncomfortable. That's true. But if That's a true. if a police officer abducts me and takes me to a pool and gives me like right. a pizza and a corona it's like you're in pool jail, pool jail. <laughs> strips to lifeguard costume blows the whistle exactly. it's like it's time for pool jail. yeah gotta it just serve like your time forces me to have a good time that's true <laughs> i like that it's like sorry i didn't get um i didn't get my work done i was abducted by the fun police right i was that's your excuse. <laughs> for my crimes against having a good time yep 
Jimmy Back Buffett's Fun Police. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's Fun Police. Oh my goodness! Sounds like the best kind of a time. Nathan, we we've generated a lot of uh, a lot of notions here today. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of notions, uh, a lot of sort of um, lot of nuggets, dalliances, I- image nuggets, just like mm-hmm. a little concepts. I'm, I'm seeing, yeah, I'm seeing not full comics, but a lot mm-hmm. of just like that'd be a fun thing to draw. Well, we haven't done just a, a fun thing to draw in a while. Okay. Which I'm never opposed to. Right. I don't know. Let's let's go through the list of what we talked about and see if we can't come up with what we should draw. Okay. Well, first thing we talked about were questions for PETA, mm-hmm. which that might be a fun comic. Just a person exasperating a, a PETA worker with a bunch yeah. of absurd <laughs> questions. Or if it's just like kind of a Animal Cruelty 101 type graphic or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like okay. what's... what's Cool and what's cruel? Oh, that's <laughs> nice. oh, that tagline. Cool, cool versus cruel. Cool versus cruel because it would be like, yeah, making a dog wear a hot dog costume is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, feeding your dog a bunch of hot dogs maybe is cruel. Yeah. What do you? That, that's. <laughs> I don't like, really want to make a drawing about animal cruelty though. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that might. I think yeah. I don't. That's know, okay. I I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a road we want to go down. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nathan, what did you think about cow court? Uh, again, I really like the image of a cow wearing a judge wig. Right. It would be called municipal court. Municipal <laughs> court. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know what goes on there. I just, just like j- if we're thinking about a comic, it seems fun to start it on someone being like, "Wow, this this uh, this is that new guilt free meat. It's only made with cows that were <laughs> second degree murderers." Right. And then you cut to like the trial. <laughs> yeah. And it just cuts to the trial or something like that. Uh, I think there's a fun idea in that buried inside. That. I think that I think that's a maybe. Let's let's let me start mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, we don't know if that chestnut has a delicious fruity nut inside of it, or if it's just a pile of worms in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, speaking of speaking of worms, yeah, uh, and apples, and bananas. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> my favorite my favorite line from this episode is uh-huh. that a banana in your pocket, or is your dick yelling at me? <laughs> I think we could okay. build a comic around How that. How do we reverse sentence. engineer this? How do we reverse engineer a comic from that sentence? Uh-huh. Um This is tricky, but I think we can hmm. do it. Okay. Alright. Uh, so <laughs> So it's a guy it's uh Don't give up. Don't give up. Okay, so he he's got he he's got this this box that says um genetically mm. modified bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh he's walking down the street mm-hmm. and uh the bananas just, just yelling stuff at, at <laughs> passers by. Right. Someone yeah. turns around and says, "Hey, is that a banana in your pocket, or is your dick yelling at me?" And <laughs> and the banana says, "It, it was a ban- It's me. I'm a banana." <laughs> just just throwing that fact out there. Yep. Just a taco <laughs> banana. Nothing to see here. I think we got to put this one on ice. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we're doing our redemption episode pretty soon. So uh, if you guys yeah, like that true. idea, please, um, you know, flood the inbox. Just with the, we've already gotten a few redemption uh, uh, ideas thrown back yeah. at us. But if if we could really get a groundswell going for this uh, mm-hmm. this banana yelling idea, that would make right. me real happy. <laughs> And it'd like make support. Caldwell real sad. So, <laughs> oh no, it's win-win. That's okay. It's all right. It's okay for us to be opposed. That's how politics works. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Discourse. What else did we have, Nathan? Uh, can birds know love? Oh, this is mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, this is a hard one because yeah. I think that it's as important a question as is a hot dog a sandwich. 
Okay. It's one of the it's one of the new quandaries of our age. That's mm-hmm. true. I believe birds can know love. A lot of people think that it's like how cats are just selfish and yeah, and they don't actually love you. Uh, but I think the birds you can. Need to, you have to love the cat. Or exactly. The cat. You have to. Earn it's not the a. Cat's it's love. a one way street. Yeah. I think that birds love you un- unconditionally, and mm. that's not a. That's just like hey, PSA: birds love you. The end. Bye. <laughs> Accept it or walk away. <laughs> they imprint. Take it or leave it. They right. can imprint, you know, from a yeah, young exactly. Age. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So like, uh, like an owl or, or right. a duckling. If they if they see a person first, they'll think it they are a person. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's maybe that's why some birds can know love. It's because mm-hmm. they if they're raised in a in a loving environment. I mean, that's true yeah. of anyone, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else, Nathan? Don't we have like the fly? Oh, uh, we have the kissing. fly. The fly kissing the poop. That's <laughs> okay. a full. That's a full comic idea. <laughs> the fly knows all types of love. It's true. Flies don't hate. Right. How do we? What is like the? Other than that image, what's going on in this in this idea? The it's poop, the fly. The, the poop mm-hmm. has a face, and it's sad. Right. The poop is sad because uh, it's it's poop. People cast it away all yeah. the time, every day. <laughs> no one, no one loves me. I am mm-hmm. but a poop on the side right. of the road. <laughs> oh no. Will anyone ever love me? And then the fly swoops mm. down and says, "You're perfect just the way you are." Oh no, mm. it's adorable. <laughs> That's going to get shared. That's going to get shared by, you know, there there's a there's a positive message there. <laughs> this is true. true. That's an affirmative comic. We haven't done one of those. We haven't done one of those real saccharine, real just like uh shareable Facebook <laughs> affirmation comics. Even if you are dog shit, people love you. Right? Someone, Someone if you are dog there. shit, yeah. just, just find. Yeah, and then the last panel is just black and white text, and it says, <laughs> be the fly to someone's shit today. It's a really good message, honestly. Yeah. Doesn't the fly want to eat the poop, though? Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, they want to kiss it. They want to kiss it. Just kiss it and yeah. go kiss some more poops. Just go around. I've just seen flies it. swarm around poop. The poop's still there. They're just They're just kissing it. I'm pretty sure that's scientifically correct. Yeah, well, like that's how they get nutrients is they just kiss it right out of you. They're like mm-hmm. little kiss vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a real uh, out of left field: vampires, but they kiss. Okay. And not suck blood. Yeah. They so just they just kiss. have they just have real they just got real big lips. Yeah, they got. They real don't big have lips. the fangs. They're just like uh-huh. real right. lippy. Yeah, that was just a quick tangent. Let's get back to poop. <laughs> Oh, we're still on poop. I like that one. I'm starring it. It's a little grody, but definitely starring. <laughs> okay, that one's that one's in the running. Uh-huh. It's that one in the cow court so far. Sure. And then we've got um, the opinion beast. Hmm. The opinion. The opinion minion. minion. Right. Yep. <laughs> it could be fun. We haven't done a political cartoon in a while. It could be fun mm-hmm. just to like draw just uh, the political cartoon to end political cartoons. Right. And. Um, and we just draw this like this lumbering beast all all mm-hmm. all hatched and you know drawn mm-hmm. in that political cartoon style and it's just saying um we disagree on things yeah <laughs> <laughs> what if the end. here's a here's an interesting idea what if it starts off as a normal comic like a very standard kind of like web comic mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden somebody is like oh there's someone at the door and it's a political cartoon and it just takes over the comic <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very it's just a very crude like a crude caricature of like 
Paul Ryan walks in. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's like it's like the Statue of Liberty and it's like it it's got uh like freedom written on it or something like that. And the person's like, "Oh no, it's a political cartoon. Run!" And then it touches them and then all of a sudden they're holding a sign that says immigration. Oh, yeah. No. Like they've been converted. Yeah. That's very funny. I like that. <laughs> like, get away, please. Political cartoon that takes over webcomic. Yeah. Oh, no. It's very funny, but like the first panel is something basic, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a standard webcomic premise. It's like, uh, yeah, hey, man, did you get the Nintendo Switch? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, my Nintendo Switch is late. My Amazon order of Nintendo Switch is late. Dang, dude, that sucks. Hold on, <laughs> let me get the door. <laughs> No, he can be like, oh, that must be my Nintendo Switch at the door now. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. It's a political cartoon. Run. <laughs> Don't let it touch you. <laughs> and he, like, gets like, touched. And then all of a sudden, yeah. What does he say as soon as he gets touched? Or he's just like, uh, coastal elites. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got that, like, yeah, that crosshatch style. And all yeah. of a sudden, he's like, he's like an elephant looking angry. <laughs> oh, no. And everything's labeled. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's my front runner right now. Yeah. Mm, Rhea, how do you feel about that? I agree. I like it a lot. Now, when we have a a guest who's also an artist on the show, we like to give them the opportunity to take any of the ideas that we've drawn. uh, And Uh. just kind of, it's like our party favor to you. If you want one, you don't have to draw anything with it. You don't have to do anything with it. But I guess, yeah, if you had a personal favorite that you'd like to to part with. I really like that fly in the poop one okay that sounds really adorable and i feel like well you have a very you're very good at drawing cute things yeah i like you could could tackle that uh that's your that's our gift to you if you if you end up drawing it that's awesome if not just like put in your pocket for another day thanks thanks absolutely well thank you so much for coming on this was thank uh, you guys for having me i had a lot of fun this was great um, if you would like to write in with suggestions for what we should draw, you can send them to uh, wswdshow at gmail.com or you can tweet them to us at uh, wswdpod. And uh, um, if you want to use, uh, if, if you want to submit something for uh, for our redemption episode coming up, uh, mm-hmm. uh, an idea that, that came close to being drawn but uh, ended up falling short, uh, mm-hmm. but you think it, it deserves another chance, another chance of consideration – just put redemption as the subject line, and yes. uh, and and we'll we'll compile those. And you know that uh, that banana uh, in your pocket, or is your dick yelling at me, is uh, is a great one. It's you can feel free to use that one as your choice. Feel free to also try and make the idea make sense for us too. That would be that would be really helpful. Yeah, if if you have a way to make it better, include that. <laughs> Also, uh, please review the show on iTunes. That helps it grow and helps more people find out about it. Uh, I wanna, I wanna read out this this review from Ty Guy, the shy guy, uh, who says, oh, "That's a cute name." Drawfee, good boys. It's a good podcast, and Caldwell and Nathan and their guests are good, and I love them. We're all good. We're all wow. good. Good boys. And We're girls. good. We've we've done good work this day, <laughs> and we should feel proud of ourselves. We should yeah. go home with a swelling in our hearts. Yeah, um, feeling inspired. But yeah, already. if you if you review the show, uh, maybe we'll read your review out loud if we like it a lot. There's some really funny ones in there that I enjoy reading through, and I read them all because I think about myself and my success uh, quite a lot. So inflates <laughs> <laughs> your ego a little. Please, bit. just yeah. like a like a big old balloon until I pop. You guys, you guys are the helium inside our our latex. Well put, well put. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. We got to figure out uh, exactly how this 
political cartoon zombie comic is gonna is gonna play out. Uh, but thank you guys so much for for listening and for your wonderful suggestions, Bria. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. And Nathan, yeah, I think I know what we should draw. <laughs> hey Caldwell. Hey hey Nathan. Is that a banana in your pocket or is your dick no! yelling at me? <laughs> All right, great. That was a HeadGum Podcast.